Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Ed Sohn, the head of solutions at Factor, a provider of managed services. Hi, Ed. How are you? Doing great, Ari. How are you? I'm doing really well. I'm looking forward to this conversation. We spoke about a year ago. How has your role at Factor developed since you joined last summer? One of the weird things about this kind of coming out of COVID and the speed at which things develop is that some of our social rhythms are moving at a certain pace, but then our work lives are moving at a different pace. And I'd say that I can't believe it's been almost a year. So much has happened and certain things have moved at an extremely rapid pace. And so since I've joined Set Product Priorities as to what our offerings are going to be in the market, we continue to be just building this company at breakneck speed, throwing everything together carefully and rightfully, but also extremely quickly to get the infrastructure in place. We've started building our consulting function, which I'd love to talk to you about another time. We've launched a new product, which I think we're going to talk about today. We've quadrupled our team size in terms of my function, the product and solutions function. It's just been awesome. I love the people that I work with and the way that we've been able to contribute to the business's kind of strategy and future. And it's been with challenges too. And I love the challenges. They're the right sort of things to be wrestling with and the right way to be serving this market as, as broadly as possible. Factor recently launched a new legal transaction optimization service for law firms. What drove the need for this service? I wouldn't say that something drove the need to, for this service to appear. This is really a little bit more of an innovation play from us. We think that there is a real gap in terms of the business of law where law firms need help right now finding ways to both respond to cost demands, cost pressures from their clients, respond to fierce competition from their competitors. You hear a lot about how the winners on the law firm spectrum are winning a lot and the rest are kind of struggling to keep up, work at double time. You're seeing significant need for associate and attorney engagement, that there's about to be a huge war for talent. And coming out of COVID, there's been all this pent up demand. We've seen lateral associate rates in terms of laterals double as opposed to kind of year-on-year averages. We're seeing these kind of pain points across law firms. And what we've identified is really a tranche of work that clients don't necessarily want to pay for. Law firms aren't really optimized to deliver and the attorneys don't actually want to do. And that's really a lot of the operational work that's associated with deal. Certain side documents and documentation that's required, diligence requirements around maintaining the DDQ, the due diligence questionnaire and actually performing pre-deal diligence and also post-deal documentation. And there's a ton that ancillary to the deal is important work and requires oversight and really governance from framework from the attorneys. But really what we've seen is a serious sharpening in the law firm market where clients desperately want law firms to be maximizing their value, providing strategic advisory services. There's a lot of indicia for that. Partner billable rates have gone up quite a bit. We're hearing just anecdotally this need to engage associates and keep them doing a lot of that work that clients want them to be doing. That's really what drove this, the legal transaction optimization service, which is really in three parts, attacking those problems. One, maintaining the operational and execution piece of the transaction, which is checklists and work triage and allocation and status updates, as well as assembly of closing sets, 
The second piece, which is due diligence, which is something that ALSPs have done for a while, but really working very closely with the law firm, especially as the deal is already in flight and it's not so much pre-deal diligence, but we'll do that as well. But really also the diligence requirements that, that are associated with a deal. And then finally, the documentation. So Factor leads the industry in terms of transactional work, contracting, and, and for our corporate clients. And we found that a lot of those capabilities translate really well to side document drafting or consents and resolutions that are required sometimes in the course of a deal. For what types of law firms in terms of size and practice areas is this initiative suited? We can help every law firm in the transactional practice in the industry. What we'll find is that some law firms are much more amenable to exploring this with us. And so on the largest mega deals, the massive headline, tens of billions of dollars transactions that are going to the most elite New York law firms in the world or globally even, some of those deals, they might not perceive the need for some of, some of this. That's not necessarily what would classify as cost-sensitive work that clients are seeking to get innovative about, et cetera. And so we think we can help them, but they might not perceive that need. Really, almost everybody else that's in the transactional practice could benefit from this. We are seeing opportunities in, for instance, things like where there are serial transactions that kind of bubble up into a downstream transaction. If you have a number of real estate transactions that becomes a fund or becomes securitization bundle at some point, if you have leveraged finance, if you've got project finance that's really focused on making a number of investments, getting a lot of money into the market over a portfolio of deals, that certainly is a great starting point. And then we've seen also on larger deals where we can really be that centralized kind of core of knowledge. And so what does that mean for who and which firms and what profile? Anyone across the AMLAW 200 and especially kind of handling that bulk of that work that leads right up to that kind of cost insensitive point. And then also the boutiques that are out there doing transactional service. We actually offer a significant competitive advantage to give them a serious amount of scale while preserving their elite brand and value proposition as a boutique. What type of feedback have the end clients shared about their experience? Really positive so far. So we've been collaborating with law firms for a while, but this is really an offering that's oriented at the law firm itself. Rather than collaborating and going to a corporate client together and saying, we can do this as a combined team, it is still a little bit of that, but it's really the law firm engaging us directly and saying, I need to staff you on the deal team. You're the transaction service provider. We need you in the door. And so that sort of shift we've piloted with one law firm and it's a global 50 law firm and they have been really pleased. It's, been, it's gone extremely well. And what's been interesting about this, Ari, I've seen this before in the ALSP world. What's really interesting is they jump on this as like a release valve, right? Because of some of those pressure factors that there's cost requirements, there's a need for quality, there's a need for velocity, there's a need for ensuring that the law firm is preserving their highest and best use as, as providing their advisory capacity. But and so all of that triggers the initial desire to work with us. Okay, let's bring in Factor. Makes a lot of sense. Well-established brand and transactional work can really work with law firms well. Let's do it. And then what happens is that as it kind of progresses, people look around, our clients kind of look around and they're like, wait a second, this is really innovative. Like, hold on, this actually, once you start doing the work together and you're not just kind of contemplating it or talking about it and you're really in the deal doing it, it starts to feel like, holy cow, I've got this extension of a team, these really smart people with great process and technology enablement and all of that. And they are helping me on this deal and I'm feeling it. I feel this help happening and it, I feel the associate bandwidth opening up. I feel my client responding more positively. And so then you start to snowball it and say, let's try it on the next five deals, the next 10 deals. 
we've seen that feedback, that engagement, if that makes sense, right? That dynamic of we tried this and it's working and holy cow, like the implications of what it means for it to work are really huge. Even when it starts from more of a very specific, discrete release valve engagement, very, very positive. And that's what gets us really excited. Like this is not just sort of like a marketing ploy, right? This is an opportunity for us to help the world transact better. And that's what we're out to do. Once we felt that also from our side, we can't wait to do that and help others more. Really excited. Did the shift in the impression of remote work over the past year impact this alliance? I would say it's a little bit more in the zeitgeist. It's something where in the fabric of the way that people interact, communicating asynchronously, having people far flung around the world, that this is now a lot more natural. There is a piece of that that, that's important. Also, the remote work is just part of like a larger economic forces that are at work where there's just globalized workforce that united on collaboration platforms that has a a different kind of way of working. And as a result, and you've seen both law firms and ALSPs and other kind of service providers outside of legal really capitalize on the ability to tap into talent that is in markets that they previously might not have. And so for a lot of law firms and corporate legal clients as well, Factor basically represents their avenue into that. It's not like we're going to go start recruiting contingent fixed term headcount in 50 countries or something like tomorrow. It's like, oh, we need to work with somebody who's doing that for us. Not the factors in 50 countries, but who has a global presence, who is constantly looking at gathering that talent from the far reaches across the world and bringing the best and the brightest together to really impact. So remote working is part of a larger economic movement that is now becoming more of an assumption than sort of a new frontier, the dynamic with remote work. How do you see law firms and ALSPs collaborating in the future? This is probably the most exciting thing is that this is just one step. And we have seen ALSPs and law firms collaborate previously. It's just that it's mostly been in like litigation or regulatory work, doing a lot of research or doing a lot of document review, fact finding that quote unquote, what is an ALSP is still up for debate. There's all these studies that come out. The definitions are not uniform. It's not well established yet. But I'd say that in this new law category, certainly law firms have worked with, yeah, litigation document review providers, e-discovery technology providers, people to help with patent searches. There's so many areas where legal research, there's so many areas where that collaboration is already kind of taking place. Forensics experts on damages and things like that as well. The question though is, where is this going to hit really mainstream across all practices? And what this offering represents is really taking that playbook and pointing it at the transactional practice and saying the things that oftentimes happen a lot at the bottom of the pyramid, at the the base of that leverage inside of a law firm, that those things are challenged. They're being challenged by clients. They're being challenged by the talent that's performing them. Things like realization. I mean, they're being challenged by market conditions. And law firms and ALSPs can collaborate to really restore order and drive more growth. That's the key here is that those that retain talent, that keep them really engaged, that staff more leanly, that lift from that, the set of activities that are typically done by expensive leverage today, more expensive than ever, ever with all these law firm salary raises and actually demands more from junior associates who are bright and who are ready to do more and really bring them into truly that, that partner track mentality, challenging them and viewing them and with opportunities for more skills and more professional development. And clients that see this happening and can really rely on brands of law firms to double and triple down into their strengths and that that becomes evident by partnering with and working together with new law providers like us who are staying in our lane and doing what we're really good at. 
that is a blank canvas for innovation. I got to tell you, there's probably 20 things that ALSPs and law firms can do together that I haven't even thought of. And so I see law firms and ALSPs collaborating really, really well in the future. When you look back at where they have collaborated, like I had mentioned, you see that the, the path has been set. 15 years ago, you'd still see a lot of first line evidence and review for relevance and privilege for first and second year associates on a bill coming out of a large law firm. Today, you would almost never see that. You wouldn't see sort of first line document review. You'd see that outsourced to a lower cost provider with some combination of of services and technology and automation and machine learning attacking that problem. And that's now how things are. Like the client's not cracking the whip on all their law firms to do that. That's the new normal. That's what makes sense. That's what we're going to continue to see that those forces continue to evolve and unfold, especially with a lot of the, the, the sharp market forces at play that are really requiring and forcing law firms to evolve and think differently and retain their talent in a way that they hadn't been demanded of before. Really excited to help that that's where there's a complementary fit. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Ed Sohn, the head of solutions at Factor, a provider of managed services. Ed, thanks so very much. Thank you, Ari. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.